I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us, us both into one. one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome, to loud and short of it. I'm Ramsey the loud one, and I'm Jesse the short one. And this week we've got a monthly movie review over two movies. One. You just saw. We've obviously we're, we're tenant bros. Yeah, we exactly. know all about. We know the secret <laughs> hand signs. And the other is a very similar movie, mm-hmm. just beat for beat, identical movies. Yep. Uh, it's the devil <laughs> all the time. You know, because I've just been brain dead for three weeks. I realized that this is just another theme episode of Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was both. thinking that the entire time we were watching uh, the devil. All yeah. The time. Wow. All right, let's. Uh, you want to just jump right into it? Yeah, I got some numbers that we can pull up right here. So we're gonna start with Tenet. I think that's, oh, a, that's a better one to start on. It's it's good to start on start on an exciting note. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tenet seventy one from the critics. Uh yeah okay that's that's fair. Seventy six from the audience. Okay. I would have thought that wouldn't be higher. I did not. Really? Yeah. And then I'm saying 71. I'm just going to agree with the critics on this one. This is like, that's completely reasonable to me. It has like across, everyone's like, yeah. It, ha- <laughs> it, ha- it, ha- it like, it, it felt like, it felt, it was like, it's like a fleshlight. It feels great. <laughs> it's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good, okay. I like it. Tenet is like a fleshlight. You heard yeah. it here first, folks. I'm giving it a. I'll give it. I'll give a real fleshlight a 95. <laughs> a 95. No, I'll get it five a- points away from a real woman. <laughs> I'll give it an 85. I. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I. I have not heard an argument against this movie that didn't bore the fuck out of me. That's a. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> also, this one doesn't. Uh, we'll get more into it later. But I like this movie because the fans of this movie are not the same as fans as. Um, Oh my god! What movie? Dreams. Inception. Inception. Okay. Yeah, they, those fans are fucking nightmares, and yeah. I, I know they're mad because I forgot the name of their shitty movie. <laughs> I was completely convinced this was like gonna tie into Inception somehow. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. Um. So it made two hundred eighty-five million worldwide so far, which is fucking terrible. But That's it's wild. COVID. Yeah. So like, there's just no way that they had a shot in hell. Coming yeah, into this. That's gotta God, I want I'm fucking terrible with numbers, but like comparatively, that's gotta be amazing, dude. Yeah, I mean, no like, kidding. Fuck me. But it, I think for the weekend it came out, it was like the lowest collective box office weekend in like over a decade or some ridiculous amount of time. A decade? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ten years ago movies just nobody went to the fucking theater. <laughs> um and then uh made twenty million opening weekend, so that's mm. pretty dick because and this is the crazy thing. The budget for this movie, and a completely original movie, not a mm. shitty Disney remake, not anything else, not some animated movie, mm. $225 million. That sounds about right. So they made their money back, Yeah, but maybe not with advertising and delays yeah. and everything else, but they will eventually. Like, it's not, they're not going to lose. Think about fucking production issues with this movie. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think that, um, I don't know. That's just like that's just Nolan fucking movies. All of them cost a jillion dollars, and they're all fucking super fun to look at. Yeah. And if you try too hard to look into it, you're gonna just sound like an idiot. So the interesting thing with this movie and the reason it costs so fucking much, there's literally no green screens in the entire thing. Really? Every single thing is practical effects. The entire fucking movie. God damn. And they crashed sense. a fucking plane. 
again. And they ran the numbers, and they just they were like, "Can we do this with miniatures?" And it was more <clears throat> expensive to make it look good with miniature planes to blow up. So they just once again bought the carcass of a plane and drove <laughs> it into a building that they built. And just film the scene. Like, if, if a camera went out that day, they would have had to buy another fucking plane. The funniest part about that is that scene specifically, I have no fucking clue why it happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was not necessary. No, this, but the entire movie wasn't necessary. It added to the grand, grandness <laughs> yeah. of everything. I, uh... Hey, what's the what else do we have to get through? Sorry, I'm super spacey this episode. Uh, that's that's everything. That's that's the boring number stuff. I got some Perfect. interesting facts that I found on the internet. Ooh, before we get into takes if we want to. Yeah, let's get through the facts. Okay, get I through love the facts. facts. So one was the, the practical facts, very mm-hmm. fucking cool. Um, the other is so if you've seen the movie or if you're never gonna see the movie and you just wanted to watch us talk about it for some reason, um. Things are happening backwards. Mm-hmm. It's not normal time travel. You just go and then it's then you're there. You got to go through it in reverse time. Yeah, this episode we're actually gonna play the entire thing backwards for you, and you have to <laughs> rewind it yourself. <laughs> it's the only way to see it. Go watch it coherently. But uh, multiple different actors in this, while like being filmed, not like in the background, had to say their lines in reverse. So Why? That, while other people were well, because like, they couldn't splice it right. Yeah, it would just been harder to do that. that sounds miserable. To do. <laughs> I know, but they did that in the choreography. There's people like running in reverse in the backgrounds of scenes and stuff, and that's not like spliced together except mm. when it needed to be. It's it it's actual. Yeah, stunt, like people in the background were actually walking backwards with baby strollers and all I, kinds of weird shit the whole time. I fucking can't wait to get this movie on demand. I'm gonna watch it a hundred times just yeah. to see shit like that. Because if anything, it is one of those things where like, I'm sure a bunch of fucking film bro nerds watch Inception eight hundred times and we're like, this little thing fucking adds to the experience. I'll be like, <laughs> oh, his grandma's walking backwards with a stroller. This is <laughs> art, baby. <laughs> This one is incredibly close to Inception. Yeah, it's definitely his, like, I just didn't, the, his last movie that came out was Dunkirk, and I didn't watch it because I didn't fucking care. Mm. I didn't want to see Christopher Nolan come off of Interstellar, which is, like, the first cool space movie we got in the longest time, Yeah, and then go into fucking, I don't I don't care about war mov- like World War One movies because we just get so many of them over and over again, and it didn't do anything special. See, I just don't care about any war movies, mm. so that, we're on agreement with Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my last interesting fact, which I think will just immediately lead into some great takes, Cat, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't even know her name if you watched the movie because no one fucking cares. I don't even know the fuck you're that, talking about. That is, that is the main that. woman yeah. of, of this movie. And apparently her role got rewritten specifically for the actress to make her more personal and realistic. What? And <laughs> yeah, apparently, and if you've seen the movie, this is... Just a generic yeah. woman character that exists and dude, says three lines. Dude, Christopher Nolan, it's a meme at this point. Like, he just can't write women. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck he just... Like, like, I don't... Get some consultants in, but it, there's no excuse. Like, so many other people can write women. Like, it's not even, like, a little bad. It's fucking horrible. This was... There's a there's a giant fucking world-ending threat, and this one's like, I have to save my child. Yeah. Which, okay, I, yeah. I just got to get into the, the the reason that I took 29 points off this movie. Mm-hmm. I got an hour and a half into this bitch, and I was, I was enthralled. Mm-hmm. Nothing was taking me out of this movie. I loved it. I was ready to leave that theater and be like, 100, best movie ever. Yeah. And then the main character, coolest fucking dude ever, just out there to save the world, 
not a care in the world, talks about how he's murdered hundreds of people. He's just mm-hmm. a badass. He has the option to save the world or save a woman he met a week ago from getting shot in the head. And he just throws the entire world away to save this chick. And yeah. the second that happened, it just I was like, he wouldn't do that. There, you said yeah. nothing. Of, which I understand. It's kind of a spy movie. Wait, no, let me let me okay, argue okay. against okay, you. Yeah, argue. So uh, it's kind of a spy movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, see, the thing is, like in all the old Bond movies, I feel like this has happened multiple times where he goes and saves the girl, and you're like, just stop the bad guy. And but the thing is, like James Bond knows he can get that motherfucker, bro. Yeah, he's James getting Bond the best is also of both horny worlds. as fuck. That's true. like that's like that's set in stone that James Bond wants to fuck. This dude was just yeah. a, like a trained killer. Yeah, bro. So we're at the best of both worlds. He's just noble. He's not even trying to get some puss, dude. He's straight up just he's Denzel's son walking this movie, going, "I'm the new James Bond. I'm gonna <laughs> save women, save." the world and robert patton's gonna be my best friend it's just it's a, it works it worked for me 100 uh, i i it didn't work for me maybe i gotta yeah. rewatch it knowing that that's what's gonna happen halfway yeah. but i was under the impression i really thought this dude was like it was gonna be a changing moment and yeah. it was gonna get darker and he was just gonna be like fuck her i need to save everyone not one lady in complete defense of your take if you go into this movie blind i highly recommend you don't <laughs> this is a just watch it like you'd watch spyfall or whatever the fuck it's, yeah. skyfall like a james bond movie because as soon as we were in the draft house and they started playing that shit i was like okay this is gonna be different but like leading up to the point before that it's completely spec ops it's super badass and i just did not see it the coming. guy shows no emotion just yeah. none just he's just like what is the next part of the job what his is emotion is cool yeah. he's just doing ni- neat stuff yeah and then it just goes all out the window the second <laughs> yeah. a girl shared two words with him she she gave him some information. He's like, I will protect you with to my dying breath and also seven billion others. <laughs> I will let seven billion people die to save you for one more day. Which yeah. is his great thought at the end there. I think uh that I don't know. I that that's definitely like an issue with the movie, but again, it is one of those things where I'm just like it, it kind of cracks out of the same thing in like interstellar people talk about like well brand goes or the the female astronaut goes on this stupid fucking monologue about like human love and how it's the most powerful thing and then the end of the movie is like all about love and everyone criticizes for that and i'm like yeah 100 percent reasonable thing i was like dude do you fucking care yeah <laughs> like, and that's he's exactly fighting. that's exactly yeah. why i gave it the 70 because it was at 100 then the scene where he throws away the world for some girl i dropped it to a zero it's like dog shit movie i fucking yeah. hate it then it did more timey-wimey stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm right <laughs> back in. I really want to know how the time stuff works. As soon, and they, then it ended, and I was like, as a spy movie, very good. Yeah. Was it advertised that way? No. Not at all. The best thing I can say about the pacing of this movie is that the movie makes no sense itself, but the second you start wondering if a Chris Nolan movie could be bad, it does something else cool. Mm. And you're like, oh, wait, uh, again, duh, boring, don't care. Yeah. Science is for nerds. I think that... uh. The best thing to say about this movie is like, I just the way they like move backwards and forwards through time is just like I you haven't seen it before yeah and so it is a very unique take on it and I was like oh fuck yeah like let's like this is something I guess same thing with the opposite of like 
because so many movies use time travel as a cop out, cop off the entire MCU. <laughs> um, but this one, it's not a cop out. If anything, it's a, like it fucking sucks. Like it, yeah. it made it harder to make the movie. Yeah, um, it made it just, harder on people watching because there's like ten minute stretches where they're talking about like how the movie's supposed to work, and I'm like, oh, I don't care. And then the plane blows up into mm-hmm. a bank vault, and you're like, oh wait, I don't care in a good way. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, I hope more movies do this. I know it's never gonna happen because my god, the amount of work it takes to figure mm-hmm. out how to make things work in reverse and forward in a film yeah. has to be the most confusing fucking shit you could ever do. But yeah, man, was it a cool idea? I just I, it was one of those things where like I love watching something on screen and just I can't even fucking begin to explain how they did it. Then we it's forgot to say fun. this at the beginning. There are no spoilers because uh. There's not a way like you if if you watched this episode with us go watch the movie now. Yeah. If we haven't ruined anything. You're still going to be like that's exact. This is a great movie. Yeah. If you see me in person put a gun to my head and say explain tenant, I'd be like just kill me, dude. <laughs> like I can't. It's it does Honestly, I would have enjoyed it more if right before I walked in and I hate spoilers. I hate spoilers yeah. for everything. But if somebody had just been like the guy's the guy's about women more than about saving the world. I'd be like, well, at least I know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> just be that's what made me love it. <laughs> and I think it. Uh, if anything, I, I want to talk about performances in this movie uh, from John David Washington, son of Denzel Washington. And in this movie, he sounds exactly like his dad sometimes, and it, it made me so fucking happy. <laughs> um, and then Robert Pattinson as well. I feel like they weren't giving like super deep. Uh, performances, but it was again. It was just like, my God, they did such a good job being cool, which bodes very well for Batman. Cause yeah, Robert Pattinson the whole time. You're like, this is the coldest motherfucker ever, <laughs> yeah. but still like fun. Like he's yeah. not, he's not scary. I think the uh the costume design as well is just like it's funny because you see a bunch of movies do costume design. We're like, we're gonna make everyone look unique. It's not in this. They both yeah. just look like GQ models and they beat <laughs> people up, and it's awesome. I also like the use of red and blue. Throughout the movie, because I'm so mm. ape-brained that whenever they go through the time travel machine, one side's blue, one side's red, and you're like, now I know what side we're on. <laughs> yeah. And then when they do, uh, when they do like assaults using time as the weapon, yeah, like they had red team and blue team that had little flags on them, and you were like, oh, okay, now I know, yeah. I know who's on which team. It all makes sense to me. Did, did you understand what was happening in the final op at all? I feel like now. Now here's what I want to say. <laughs> For Tenet, I feel like I understood it as much as anybody should while watching that movie. Yeah, which is my exact same take on Inception. Did I understand the movie? Yeah, exactly as much as I was supposed to. Does somebody else understand it more? Yeah, because they're a fucking weird nerd that watched yeah. it too many times and don't talk about it. I think the best thing to say is like, I understand the objective. I don't understand how they're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they started layering dreams and Inception, I was like, ah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, do the cool thing. Again. Yeah, love it. They're they're beating people up and floating somehow. <laughs> but uh, I think that it's also just like going into that last op was one of the coolest things ever. Because again, I was like, I don't know what's happening. And every time something like new happened, it was like, oh, plot twist, plot twist. I was like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're blowing buildings up backwards and forwards at the same time. And it's the first time I've seen that shit happen. <laughs> I want to oh, know man. if if you it, when the nerds that liked Inception so much do scour upon this movie and watch it eight thousand times and talk about it on the internet. I want to mm-hmm. know if they fuck stuff up, like what fucked up stuff they can figure out, or I, if they just nailed it. It was just perfect. I think there's th- this movie is probably riddled with issues. Yeah. I think this. Is, I don't think this movie is going to age well, but it, it again is going to be one of those things where 
it's going to be people talking about like because the same thing happened with Inception. A lot of people don't think Inception is actually a good movie. And mm-hmm. I, again, I know I've said it eight hundred times. It's kind of boring now, but again, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Um, I also think that uh, Tenet is just one of those movies that is so fucking big in concept that I I feel like and I in just budget. Yeah, like <laughs> I just I don't care if this movie's good or bad. I want it to spawn cooler shit. Yeah, I just think it's awesome to see any original movie. Yeah. Getting that much money. Yeah. And I hope that even though it wasn't as much as anybody that worked on that movie wishes it made, but it, you can't judge it. it. Yeah. They they were the first movie out once movie theaters started to reopen. I can't remember what, what came out this year, but I think this is my movie of the year probably. Really? Yeah. I just... This I was the most excited for this coming out because I was excited, dude. I was excited for this in fucking February. Yeah. <laughs> well, we offered to go see a different movie, and you said no because I want it to be a good movie. When, yeah. we, when I go back to theaters for the first time. Yeah, we're gonna. So go see- I do recommend this if you haven't been yeah. back out of theaters and you're not, and you're willing to risk it. Yeah. Um, if you're in Austin, which you probably are, if you're listening, uh, Alamo's doing a good job. Um, I can't speak to any other movie theaters because I don't go to them. Yeah. But Alamo's doing a decent job. Um, you'll be six feet apart from people the whole time. The only scary part is that it's inside. But yeah, but you know what can you do? Yeah, man, I wish drive-ins were bigger. I can't believe there's a bunch that have opened up during COVID, like like temporary ones and whatnot. Really? Yeah, but I've mm. been to one drive-in and it was honestly a pretty shitty experience. Really? I went yeah. to one. I had a really good experience. Mm-hmm. I just I don't. don't I, I don't like having to have the speaker, your own speaker, or you have to do dial into the radio. It just didn't work right. Oh, it's yeah, the bitch. sound is shit. Ooh, yeah. which, one more thing on Tenet. Uh, the sound design Tenet, as the local sound bitch, is fucking miserable. Oh, <laughs> and really? it's not kind of bad. It's, like, fucking horrible. You cannot hear what's going on half the time. Uh, yeah. It, uh, I can't wait to watch this movie again. Solo's are going to use fucking subtitles. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Okay, you ready to get into uh, The Devil All the Time? Yeah. But we're only going to talk about it half the time in this episode. Okay, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be very hard to get 30 minutes out I had of to write that time. down up there for myself because in my head I was like, yeah, okay, we're doing Tenant and uh, The Devil Inside. Uh, the Devil I You Know. saying The Devil Inside <laughs> Me every time. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is it? Okay, let's get into the boring number time. All right. Somebody out there likes the boring numbers. I like it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're somebody then. Uh, critics, 65%. Okay. Audience, 81%. Before okay. I get into our percents, fucking amazed that audience have given this an 81%. I thought this was going to be like tanked across <laughs> the board. Without a doubt, that's what I was expecting. Like, even not even just tanked, but like 65 across the board makes. Th- I this, thought critics would love it and audiences would hate it. And audiences yeah. apparently like it more than the critics. The disparity Except of this is way weirder than the disparity of uh, Tenet. For this guy. Mm. I'm tanking it. 33%. Yeah. That's I enjoyed fair. one third of the movie, therefore it gets thirty three percent. That's a good argument, actually. <laughs> I might, as someone who just does not care about his score, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna do thirty three percent as well. Thirty three percent of his movie fucking works. There you go right now. The Devil All the Time, first movie that we've agreed on. Yeah, exactly. Down to the scores. decimal, my guy. Thirty three point three three repeating. <laughs> that is my vote on this. Uh, so once again, this one's hard to judge, not just because it's COVID. But uh, it came out in theaters and on Netflix the same day. Mm. So you can't really judge the score. It's just yeah. like Breaking Bad movie. Whatever the fuck. El Camino. Yeah. Um, 
It made $62 million still, which is just crazy fucking impressive for something wow. that people can watch for free at home. This one was also like a limited release as well. Like yeah. Tenet was a wide it release in, as wide as you could have gotten, but this one was a limited this release. This was in like 10 states total. Wow. Yeah. Alamo being probably all 10 of those or at least eight. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also on Netflix, which was the most watched movie for two days straight. Yeah. Again, very surprising to me. I no. would have thought like children's movies just always win that every time. Yeah, well, you gotta consider that the the with children's movies, those are always spread out. Like there's yeah. there's just no there's not one. That's... Yeah, kids don't move as a unit. They don't follow the zeitgeist. <laughs> like their parents soon are like, oh my kid, no kids like mom wanna watch Moana. Their parents are like my kid will like Moana. This will distract them. Yeah, but this also has like, I think. 40% of the main cast are in superhero movies or were in superhero yeah, movies. Yeah, very impressive cast Yeah, for, for a Netflix movie, for any movie, but especially for one that wasn't in theaters or, yeah. or wasn't fully in theaters. Yeah. Um, and the budget, I tried my absolute best to figure it out. Netflix has that shit on lock. Oh, yeah. The, Could not figure out how much they spent at all. The n- Anything numbers-wise with Netflix is a nightmare. That's they don't tell anyone shit. Very impressive. I, you know, Usually I can find <laughs> it. Usually there's no like official source, but you can just find it on some weird website that will yeah. like, estimate for you, and you're like, okay. But this one, nothing. You got it all locked down. Yeah. Um, I'm but. sure all of the budget was on the actors. Oh there's yeah, there's not much that goes on in this that would require. It it looks exa- it looks like exactly where it's set. There's yeah. no way they went anywhere to film this Which except for the. They did have to switch apparently halfway through filming. Really? Yeah. Apparently it was in one state and then something happened and they had to film the rest of it in Alabama. Gross. But you can't tell at all. No, well, it looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> Most of it's in a forest. Yeah. So. Um. So, into the interesting facts before we get into our takes, which mm-hmm. we've already made clear what our takes <laughs> yeah. are going to be. Um, so, the movie's based on a book. Gross. Blech. And the book is based on real events. Boring. Which, if, you, if you've seen the movie, holy fuck, that's some horrible events <laughs> you never should have written down. Yeah. But uh, the main one, I don't know how much of it is real events or if it's like horror movies where yeah. it's complete horse shit. But apparently the, the initial scene where the father just beats the fuck out of two hunters that were talking shit about his wife. Yeah. Apparently that actually happened to the author. And his dad just drove up and beat the fuck out of two people. And in a similar <laughs> manner. So he does not describe this story as like a good emotional. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. He's like, it was fucking horrific. Yeah. And I was never the same afterwards. And the movie doesn't really portray it as no, like, it dude, makes it seem cool. Bro, no. The, the th- I think the thing was like, because we didn't know anything about this movie going in. I just knew it was like a dark movie with some famous actors. And yeah. we were watching that. And he goes and beats the shades 200s brutally. Very yeah. well shot. And, and the first one where he beats the shit out of both of us, we're like, yeah, that's that's a reasonable thing yeah. to do during that time when somebody says something about your wife. And then he just goes for the second <laughs> one and hits him with the, a gun stock yeah. in the fucking head, which could kill you. Yeah. And then hits him twice more with it, and you're like, Jesus, fuck. Me and Jesse were sitting on the couch, and I just kind of look over, and I was like, at least he's not hitting his son. <laughs> And then two scenes later, he slapped him a couple times, but, you know, never this, hit him. Yeah, the entire time of this movie, I just kept going, oh, fuck me, dude. Like, <laughs> and speaking of uh, that author actually living through that, mm-hmm. the narration in this movie, which sounds like an old Western, Yep. Uh, that's the author. Yep, I did know that. And he also read the whole book and did a book on tape, mm. which, my God, to have that voice 
Because I would have thought that that was hired out. It was just so perfect for this movie. Yeah. that voice describing it all. I want to read this fucking book now. It has to be better in the movie. <laughs> it has to be better in the movie. In this case, better might mean darker, and I don't need to read that <laughs> right now. <laughs> I need none of that. I uh, I think that the the narration was my favorite part because it, it was the first thing that kind of... Because it, it made it less dark. Yeah, I feel like it made me more interested. I was definitely just like, "Oh, this is a narrating story." I like that it took me out of it, which yeah. normally for a movie isn't bad. But when a movie is this fucking dark, I just need some an, an all being voice just being like, "This is a story." And yeah. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> One of the characters is a, two of the characters are serial killers, and he just goes, "That was Carl. Carl was a sick fuck." And I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, dead ass." <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that the the almighty being of this movie agrees that yeah. this is bad. I hope that was actually God's voice just going, Carl's a sick fuck. Be like, okay. <laughs> Thank God. Um, got two more. Robert Pattinson's voice, which is just kind of iconic in this movie. Yep. It's like a high southern drawl, very weird. He refused any dialect lessons. And then during okay. like all the all the run-ins before they started filming, he refused to use the voice and just used his normal voice yeah. and then just sprung him on him. And what he did was he just locked himself in a room and watched televangelists from the 1970s Yeah, and just was like, I'm going to copy that draw perfectly yeah. and just did it. As someone who is who knows people like this, who is, who is like from the South, the deep <laughs> South. Not the it, Texas South. No, not the Texas South. He's perfect. He's absolutely perfect. He's it was, very it was cool. fucking shocking. Which, once again, we just got to tug his dick a little bit more. He's going to do so good in Batman. <laughs> this, this Bat- if he doesn't, I'm going to be so mad. This is my favorite Batman movie that's coming up. That's I'm going to call it right now. If Batman isn't good, it has nothing to do with Robert Pattinson. No, that's he, it. He, he is bringing his A game to everything. If Batman isn't good, movies just aren't good anymore. <laughs> like we're done. We're cashing out. Somebody needs to be hung for it. <laughs> Uh, and then the last one, which is the most horrific part of the story, even all the bad things that happen in the story. Yeah. The spiders in the spider scene, 100% real spiders. Do you know what the fucking funniest thing about that is? What? While we were watching it in my head, I was like, those are so fucking fake. <laughs> <laughs> like, like one of them crawls off his hand. Maybe it was the one CGI one. I was like, that's fake as fuck. <laughs> I look so stupid. No, they hid. They they told the actor that did the the spiders. Yeah, they told him they were gonna use real spiders, and mm-hmm. they don't bite. And he was just like, "I'm fucking down. I'll do it." Yeah, it's and a man. He went in, and nobody else knew. And they oh, really? they put it under a uh, one of the pews in the church where he does it, and he just does it in front of all the extras in that church, and just dumps real spiders. This movie's so- like production is just like how many fucking secrets can we have? <laughs> The actor who played uh, Spider Reverend, who shanks his wife in the throat, is <laughs> he plays uh, Harry's cousin from Harry Potter. That little really? fat bastard. Yeah. No Same way. guy. Same guy. Man, he glue up. I disagree. He looks terrifying. <laughs> Let, yeah, I mean. He looks like Matt Smith, where it looks like he's wearing someone else's face. Yeah, okay. Scares the shit that. out of me. Okay, he didn't glow up, but he, he, he fits himself better. <laughs> yeah. Now. From the face down, he's killing it. If you want to know the only thing I'm afraid of on Earth, it's Matt Smith's face. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Are we ready to get into takes? Yeah. It's going to be a rough ride. Let me go first. Okay. Uh, 33% of this movie works. Yeah. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Uh, there are two other parts of this movie. There is a part with Sebastian Stan. He's the, He plays the sheriff. And he has this weird, like, fucking storyline with, like, mob bosses 
or whatever. It's just not tied up in it, any reasonable way nope, or doesn't, addressed. It makes sense, but it's boring. And, and com- the entirety of this movie, a third of it works, and the other two thirds are are literally just there to end the movie. Yeah, that's it. The other the other part of the serial killers. It's three stories, and they all connect at the end, which in a lot of movies I like. But two of the stories just fucking wild. Yeah. And like, they weren't disconnected enough to be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I think um the same with the serial killers. This it would have been better without the serial killers cuz those two those two things were like completely fucking outlandish. It made it goofy as fuck, but like Tom Holland's story where he's a kid who was like born of violence and yeah. and he grows up to be like hyper violent and like distrustful of God in a very Christian community and ends up just beating the shit out of people and being a vigilante. It's the lightest part of the movie, <laughs> but it's 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 the only part that fucking works. It makes sense and it's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say my thirty three percent is the end, which is only like twenty percent of the movie, and man, is it just fucking impeccable. Yeah, I guess I loved it because yeah. this whole movie just beats you down into abject sadness. It's fucking yeah. horrid, and I thought the movie was gonna end in abject sadness, and I was going to stand up and be like. I don't understand why anyone does this. Why would they yeah. watch two hours of just sad? But then yeah. it, you get to be happy in the end. He fucking blasts all the bad people, and you're like, fuck yeah, cool. All the bad people are gone. I just didn't like it because I, I fucking hate in movies, and I'm a hypocrite, and I'm sure you can get me on a ton of takes, but I fucking hate in movies when characters are just there to end the movie. They're there mm. for one thing that happens in the movie, and they fucking 70% of the characters are there to end the movie. Yeah. It drives me nuts. But don't get me wrong. I the liked end, it still. The, the, don't, no, don't get me wrong. The end is cool. Like for what it was, like how we got there. Like I like that's how they ended it. Because if they did end it, where I thought Tom Holland was gonna get fucking murdered and taken pictures of and his dick cut off. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well I would have just gone to bed and been like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're <laughs> at not. four p.m. when we finished it, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, that's the end of the day. <laughs> Let's just review El Camino again. Fuck this movie. <laughs> And then uh, my other 13% comes from the beginning. Because the beginning really pulled me in. I was very mm-hmm. excited. I wanted to know what was going to go on. I, like It kind of hopped around times a couple like to show you where the dad came from and how that led. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fucking cool. I really like this. And then it just kept getting sad and sad and sadder and sadder. And I was yeah. like, no, I don't. you can't do this. I don't have the wherewithal. Yeah, like, Maybe entire- just kind of corona. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is just one of those movies where the entire time it is a fucking downtread, and then the happiness is a blip at the end. Yeah, it's there's just, no, there's no arc. No. There's nothing to. There was that part where he beats up those bullies, and we're like, oh hell yeah, Spider Man. Two seconds later, the person he beat those bullies up for tries to commit suicide, decides not to, and then fucking dies anyways. Oh, and you're like, this is just fucking miserable the worst part is it's this sweet old man who's like and then she realized she didn't want to kill herself and then everything worked out and the stool falls from under and she fucking died i was like dude i don't want to watch this fucking movie anymore <laughs> i almost turned it off yeah. but we knew we were close to the end and then it it worked out i guess we but... weren't close to the end that was like halfway through this yeah, was the, the more longest... we talk about it the more i just like <laughs> yeah. it this is the longest two hours and 18 minutes of my life. This is the second Tom Holland movie we have reviewed where the more we talk about it, the lower and lower my score gets. Yeah. If anything, Tom Holland's never the issue. Thank <laughs> yeah, God. No, he, he did fine. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I really have, or I got two more things. One, uh, this is like, if you are an anti-religious person, this movie just fucking hates religion. Yeah. Because the only character in this whole movie that doesn't doesn't pretend to follow God is Tom Holland 
and he is just like the the friendly neighborhood atheist. Like he's not a dick to anybody about how they preach to God or anything else. Yeah. He's just like, I'm not gonna do it. I don't think it's useful, and he just fucks off. Yeah, he never, he never bothers other people about it. He's just chilling. Yeah, but I, even I didn't the serial even killers are like listening to gospel in their fucking car and well, being like, I yeah. feel close to God when I murder people and all yeah. kinds of crazy shit. I, for me, I think that's just more of like a sign of psychosis. Where like I, I actually made think that made them more compelling. Yeah, when I was like, okay, well, because I don't know. There's like a bunch of there's like a Batman run about like Victor Zaz. He talks about the closer you get to God is like killing someone. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. yuck. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for the carriers. I think that like I wish they would have gone more down that rabbit hole with Tom Holland, where he is being an atheist. But the the most things you get are like maybe it's better the way they did it. But the most things you get are like how you just see, like, the trauma that came from praying with his dad. He still goes to church and shit. I just, I don't know. It's, it's a, it, I feel like it would have been cooler if he'd been like, I don't know. I think Fuck his, off. I think with his, with all the stuff that he had gone through in his family, it just would have been unrealistic. Well, also for the time, there weren't atheists. Like, yeah. if you were in the 70s in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, wherever they were, you, you weren't atheists. You would... You would do yeah. that, and then your family would beat the fuck out of you until you were like, "No, no, I, I, I believe." I, I, I like believe. how you're saying then. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's just one of those things in the South where you just like, I don't know. You let your parents assume you believe in God the exact way, way they exactly, do, and yeah. you're like, "Ah, eh, whatever." Which in this movie, pretty much for every character, is a very scary way to believe in yeah. in any higher being. I just, uh... which it is a, it is an interesting topic piece of like there were the serial killers that said they were close to god and a father who strung up a dog and murdered himself and left his child was getting close to god and close to his wife and you're like both of these people are fucking crazy yeah i think that i don't know now now i'm thinking about it actually makes me close to god and he was sexually assaulting girls it makes me angrier the third part of the movie with the sheriff where he just had nothing to do with religion he was just a yeah, fucking mobster. God, what a fucking stupid movie. <laughs> now I now I don't like this movie because I, I could have written it better. <laughs> it could have been done so much better. Tom Holland's yeah. 33%, and uh, nah, I hate the serial killer shit. Can't give it to him. There are parts of it that worked, but Tom yeah. Holland's 33%. Great movie. The, 45 minutes. Cut it down to 45 minutes. I'll give one nice thing to say about the serial killers. Um, so at the beginning, you just they don't immediately let you know that they're murdering people. They might just be a weird, like, threesome thing. And then you quickly realize, okay, they're also murdering people. Yeah. And then for the first hour of the movie, you're like, oh, okay, they have sex with people and then murder them. Like, that's reasonable with a gun. That's what yeah. they do. How how weird of them. And then you find out they're cutting dicks off and slowly yeah. killing them with knives and stuff. And you're like, oh, Yuck. God. <laughs> what? Why? Why? There's one part in this movie where you see a mangled dick and it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Like it just flashes, you don't. It's not really that gross, but just knowing no, that's dude, what happened. It was there, and we <laughs> like because you can't see it at first. It's not the center of the shot, and then we both just went, "Oh, <laughs> oh turn this smut off!" If I had seen this in a movie theater, I would have left. I wouldn't have been able to get through it. Yeah, maybe being with other people, and, like, because the only thing that made the sadness bearable was that every once in a while, you and me would just look at each other and be like, "Are we fucking? Are you watching the same yeah. movie? Like, what the fuck?" <laughs> at one point, I got mangoes out, which is just my favorite <laughs> snack, and I was so hungry. And then this poor lady kills herself. And I look at the mangoes. I look at Jesse, and I was like, "Do you have any clue what the fuck is going on?" He's <laughs> like, "No." So in general, I highly recommend this. Movie. <laughs> Unironically, I think you should watch this movie. This is a bad movie that I think fuck it. 
there's some good stuff, and I think you're just it's because it is an experience. I'm glad we watched it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. There's no way you watch this movie and you come away with a neutral take. I'll leave yeah. it at that. I like a movie that makes me hate it. <laughs> if you can talk about it afterwards, you definitely will be able to talk about it afterwards. Maybe a couple hours after the cry you've had, yeah. but then eventually you'll want to talk about it. Oh, my God. I did put the Grey's Anatomy blue lights on in my room and just <laughs> laid down there. Just fucking like, oh, my God. Are you there? <laughs> Man, yeah, fuck movies uh, this month. <laughs> Except <laughs> but we got to see one in theaters again. This is the first monthly movie review in God knows how long. Yep. So movie of the year. We're excited to be back, baby. Yep. Uh, what do we got next week? Next week we have another from the ground up. Oh fuck yeah! Yep. Yeah, you want to tell them what it's about? Yeah, it's about you don't get to know it. <laughs> but we know for Subscri- sure. Subscribe to our OnlyFans and we'll drop the info. Yes. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening.